When it comes to the biggest bands of all time, you can think of Led Zeppelin, you can think of ACDC, Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and these guys sit right up in that echelon, Guns and Roses, and we are stoked to be talking to Slash. You're back in Australia, mate. How are you going? Hey, I'm good, man. Finally. <laughs> yeah. And we've been trying to get back here for, for a while, and they just... the. The government just wouldn't let us in, right? So we finally made it. <laughs> you probably had those troubles before before COVID uh, at times going to different countries, did you? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, there there are a couple countries that won't let us in, period. <laughs> but that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, it's so good. I, uh, I've uh, we, everyone's so excited to uh, to see the shows, uh, and you've been playing pretty extensively through the uh, the northern uh, uh, northern hemisphere summer. How's the shows been going over there? Yeah, great. Well, we're playing in we're playing in Brisbane tonight, and then we did a gig in Perth a couple of days ago. Um, and so, yeah, it's just so far it's been fucking awesome. Unreal, man. Well, how how do you go with jet lag? I mean, it's a it's a bloody long way here, isn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, all things considered, we've been we we started in Asia, so right. You know, I mean, we sort of cut our teeth on that, and at this point, we're doing we're doing okay. You know, I'm just used to powering through it. Rock on, well, <laughs> basically. You've been here a few times. Is there anything that you think? Oh, I'm going to Australia. I'll have to, uh, you know, have a Tim Tam or maybe some Vegemite when you get here. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, well, the Tim Tams are sort of a given. Yeah. I've never, I've never been too partial to the Vegemite, but you know, um, I'm just happy to come back, come back and and do the fucking shows i was really excited about that but uh you know doing a lot of hanging out while we're here because it's been like i said it's been a while so i've got friends here and and you know just stuff to do so it's good to be uh able to come in and do all that awesome now is there still a magic like uh you play with uh different people uh, over the years um uh, and different collaborations and stuff but is there still a certain magic that happens with the gunners that doesn't happen anywhere else yeah, well, I mean, you know, there's always been a, a certain kind of chemistry and a certain kind of magic that happens when we play together. And it was, you know, uh, when I came back into it um, in 2016, we got together for the first initial rehearsals, and I sort of forgotten about that. And it just, it just, click, you know, like clicked into place. And I was like, oh wow, that's that thing. And it's unique. It's unique to the band. You know, it's like it's something that that comes from something that happened initially when we first got together and that was just one of those when you get a combination of people that has a certain kind of chemistry and a certain kind of combustibility <laughs> it just you know it's always there so yeah it's still happening with this band fantastic now so you've done this so long with such huge success and you know talking about time changes and stuff in different countries different cities do you think people realize how grueling uh, the schedule is that you've got to get up there for two hours, three, two and a half hours a night, play all these songs. Everyone wants the best show they've ever seen in their life, and that's the responsibility that you guys have every night. Yeah, it's. I mean, but it's not. It's not for the public's concern. You know, <laughs> what it takes to put that together. It just we have to put it together and present it, and that's about it. Um, you know what what goes into it. I don't think anybody really gives a shit about. Right, right. Yeah, no, don't look behind the curtain. Just show us what you got. 
Right, exactly. <laughs> right. I think anybody who goes out on the road with us for a second, you know, like uh, wives and girlfriends and, and, you know, the odd, I don't know, sometimes we pick up some some people along the way. They're like, fuck, you guys do this, you know, every day for a year straight. <laughs> yeah, this is how this works, you know. <laughs> I guess that goes back to being young as as well as you were talking about before where that chemistry is born. You you spend so much time honing your craft as a young band and uh, you know, and rehearsing every chance that you get and demoing and playing every gig that you can get that it kind of becomes stamped in your DNA, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean it, it becomes part of your part of like your physical being, you know, like uh, if, when I'm off, like when, t- okay, a good example is when COVID hit, um, you know, that was the first time I'd slowed down in recent memory and I didn't know what to do with myself. I'm so used to working all the time and it was really, you know, a reality check. <laughs> all right. And being forced to sort of sit there, but I ended up working through it anyway and then as soon as we could get out and start doing gigs we did so in 2021 we were back on the road at least in the states because they would allow us you know um but yeah we're sort of workaholics and and sort of live and breathe you know you know touring and all that so yeah it's definitely part of the dna at this point Unreal, mate. Now, uh, you've got a couple of great Australian bands. You've got the Chats and the Cosmic Psychos, who are kind of like the Chats of the Young Bucks and uh, obviously the, the, the old guard of the Cosmic Psychos uh, of, Oz, uh, of P- Oz Pub Rock. What, what made you have a look at these guys for, uh, for supports? Well, you know what? We were asking around, like, I wasn't really, Cosmic Psychos I was familiar with, and I just thought that would be cool. I wasn't familiar with uh, the other band at all, but, you know, they turned us on to a bunch of different things that were out there, and we listened to it and sort of just picked uh, a couple bands with the promoter. So it was was cool. It was like, it was like um, definitely trying to find something that fit, you know, that, that would make it for the whole show to be like a good package. Well, it's, um, and it gets it off to a raucous start, and I, I think raucous is a word that I uh, that I align with you guys because when you came out of that LA kind of scene, um, and you know there was bands like Poison and and the other bands who were around at the time, you guys had this absolutely raucous, raw edge and energy to your sound that none of those guys had, and it kind of. It, 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 that, I guess that's kind of why the the Appetite for Destruction album just sits so well in the uh, in the the whole kind of range of music that's come out and those albums that have really hit a chord with people over the years. That there was just such energy captured on that album. Yeah, I know. It's it's. I mean, it was just us, you know, at the at, uh, you know at the time. So it didn't seem like a thing to me <laughs> you know <laughs> it was just how we were and and uh so it was it was interesting to see sort of like what kind of shock waves it started back in the day you mm. know sort of like uh, okay whatever <laughs> you know we, uh, we didn't necessarily necessarily get it but we rode with it and it was great to have the opportunity to be able to go out and play as much as we have and i mean you know it's really it's it's really a blessing you know so if it was just from from just being out of control and all that kind of stuff that did it or if it was something key in the lyrics or whatever it was i'll take it you know? yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> um so i'm guessing we can uh, expect a uh, a rock journey through the Guns N' Roses catalogue. 
I've just been looking up the set list. I, I'm telling you, everyone I know seeing the set list is beside themselves with excitement. Yeah, it's a fun set list, and it's a set list that, you know, I mean, obviously there's some standards in there that we play all the time, but there's a lot of other stuff in there that just sort of came into it organically. We didn't, like, sit down and plan it out. It's just over the last, uh, since we got back together, sort of different songs have popped up and made their way into the set, and then, you know, another thing will come up, and and uh, it's like, oh, cool, and we'll start playing it. So at this point, there's a lot of stuff that's just sort of gotten into the set that's a really got a great flow to it and uh and we still change it up a little bit here and there every night but you know if we got we have a, a pretty decent structure it's free tight sure and uh, uh we are where i'm going to be seeing the show in adelaide next week and of course the angels the mighty rock band the angels who i'm the front man of nowadays they come from adelaide any chance that you might throw marseille in the set Oh man, you know the, the thought crossed my mind a couple of days ago because there was a, there was a, a, there's a, an Angels documentary yeah, that yeah. Uh, Duff and I just checked out, which is great. So yeah, the thought sort of crossed our mind, but I don't know if that's going to happen or not. <laughs> Very self-serving of me. Um, one more thing I've got to say: you've got, <laughs> you've got 4.1 million followers on uh, on your Instagram. Um, and you post stuff all the time, I do. But, but but it's not like you know you're not banging on about this or that. It's just fun and wacky and weird and uh, and and wild. What what what's your motivation for doing that? I mean, are they just things that float your boat? Now you know what it's, I started out. I started doing it because I'm a big horror guy, right? right? And I've been producing horror movies since, I guess the first one I did was in 2013. So I've been doing that this whole time. And I just used Instagram as a vehicle to sort of promote that genre. Right, yeah. And then, you know, then I started finding all kinds of other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, you know, and I just, I put some music in there. I think I've, I've, I've actually used up all the good sex stuff I could find. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, but I find stuff that I think just looks, you know, that's appealing to me. And I don't spend a lot of time on Instagram. So what I do is I follow a bunch of people and right. when they post something cool, then I'll repost that, you know, but there's some cool shit out there. Yeah, mate. Well, unreal. And one of the coolest things out there is your good self slash. Thank you so much for your time. It's been a, an absolute pleasure to talk to you. And I can't wait to see you rocking out in yeah, Adelaide next good week. Talking. Yeah, good talking to you too. And glad to be here. And, and yeah, I'll see you in Adelaide. And um, yeah, like that. Rock on, mate. Thank you very much for your time. <laughs> Cheers. All right, man. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. Now, there was Slash from the great Guns N' Roses. They played Brisbane last night. They'll be the Gold Coast tomorrow night. Absolutely awesome to catch up with the great man. You can get your tickets still through Ticketek to uh, the shows around the country. And uh, we're going to get into Welcome to the Jungle. If you don't hear this at the Guns N' Roses concert, you're probably in the wrong bloody place. Let's do it. Triple M Nights with Dave Gleason.